Welcome to the Go and Grow Show with Bree and C, a podcast to help you grow in all areas of life. But first, towards Christ. Welcome to the Go and Grow Show. This is Bree. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is part two of the Quiet Time and Studying the Bible episode featuring my friend Welty. Please listen to part one if you haven't already. Quiet Time and Studying the Bible allows us to know God for ourselves. It fuels us up to serve others and pursue God's will for our lives. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the discussion. So let's say Welty is in the morning doing her her quiet time, and she pulls up, uh, she opens her Bible. Uh, you've you've told told me we don't just look at one verse. Um, we it's good to look <laughs> at the verse um, before, probably even a few verses before, or even the beginning of that chapter, to just get more right. more context, get more clues on what's going on. Because if you just look at one verse, it kind of gives you a limited view of um, the situation that's going on. You might not even know who's speaking. Um, mm-hmm. Why they're speaking, you can totally take mm-hmm. something out of context, and and that's not good at all. So as you mm-hmm. were getting ready mm-hmm. to do your studying, what are some things you look for in a scripture? Like, what do you, how do you um, go about um, looking at verses and gleaming things from them? Right. Okay. So when reading, sometimes we do it so. or subconsciously we read, you know, we're not really taking everything in or we don't realize what our senses are doing in that moment. So what I like to do is kind of like step outside of my senses in a sense. Like I like to use the example that I'm a nurse. So um, when I go into a room and I assess my patient, meaning I look over them from head to toe to identify what is, um, you know, normal versus what is abnormal. And if they come in with a specific diagnosis, then I want to hone in on that diagnosis to see what, um, like that specific organ group, say, for example, if it's their lungs and they're having respiratory issues, I'm going to do a full assessment head to toe, but then I'm going to hone in on that one specific area that they're having complications with, which is their breathing. And I'm going to see how they're breathing and I'm going to be more detailed in examining their breathing. And then that tells a story about the person. Um, the same way um, I can come into a room and I can assess very quickly, meaning subconsciously I've taken note without actually focusing on. So, for example, if I come into the room and I say, hi, Mrs. Sue, how are you today? And she responds. And then I say, well, you know, it's a beautiful day. How did you enjoy your holiday? And she responds, oh, you know, Christmas was excellent. Okay. So based off of those things, even though I didn't ask her directly, like, what holiday did we just pass? I didn't say that directly, but based off the questions and just having regular conversation, I'm able to gather that she's alert and oriented. She's conscious. She is um, responding appropriately. She's making eye contact with me. Like all of those things I can gather just by having a conversation and not necessarily directly honing into each individual thing. So sometimes I think we read in that way where we're just kind of like, I'm reading and I see these things, but I'm not honing in. So with the word of God, I like to hone in a little bit more specifically. So um, what I do is focus in. So um, it's great to just start with observation because that's, that's probably like the 
baseline or the very um, surface of learning. When we read something, we first just need to read it so that we can become familiar with it. So observation is so important. So what does the passage simply say? Just read it. And so when I read it, I, um, I give a simple example. The Lord is my shepherd. That's just a simple read. Um, but then I go a step further and now I want to say what, okay, so what each word in this, the Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. So now I'm looking at terms and meanings. What is the meaning of Lord? What is the meaning of shepherd? And then my shepherd. So um, one of the words that stands out is shepherd. And so that's another term that I can then um, define or look up and look up the historical background of a shepherd. And then based off those, the meaning of shepherd, now I can say, oh, the Lord is this to me. The Lord guides me. The Lord protects me. The Lord feeds me. The Lord searches for me because those are all the things that a shepherd does. And so that in itself is revelation of that scripture. The Lord is my shepherd. That means the Lord is providing for me. The Lord is um, looking after me. The Lord will leave the 99 to come find me. He's my shepherd. Um, after that, um, I just look for repetition. There's certain things in the Bible that um, that are trying to convey a message. And these are just little tips and um, little things that as you're reading, you just want to really like focus in on the scripture. You don't have to have an entire book read to get revelation out of the word of God. Every piece of the word of God is vital. So like I said, the Lord is my shepherd. That's only one verse or right. part of the verse. Right. <laughs> and you got so much revelation just out of that. Somebody just may need to know that God is with them, that he's your shepherd. And we can go a step further. We can we can define Lord. What does Lord mean? And now we have more revelation out of Lord. And so that's kind of how I like to just take the Bible. And then I can cross-reference. Then I can go and do some background on, okay, this scripture, the Lord is my shepherd. Who Who is the writer? Who is the writer of this? Um, we know that the Lord is my shepherd is written in Psalms, so it's written by David. Um, and so then you can go into further background, and there's different cues and things in the word, um, in, in some Bibles, depending on how it's laid out. It'll give you um, cross-reference. It'll also give you um, um, titles and headings, so you can kind of understand where David was, especially in Psalms. It'll show where David was um, when he wrote this psalm or this this um, this poem, um, you can read that and kind of know where he is. And then you can go back. A lot of David's story is in um, First and Second Samuel. So you can go back to First and Second Samuel, kind of understand the backdrop of why David is saying the Lord is my shepherd. And now that's a whole nother revelation in itself, because now I can now relate to what um, David is going through when he was running from his enemies. You know, and then him coming and say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, you know, it's yeah. like more revelation. So um, understand the settings, understand the writer, the different characters that's in the Bible. Um, that all gives you more detail on what's happening. And then that gives you more revelation and how that applies to your life. Um, another thing is context, 
which you mentioned, Bree, about context. And, and context is just like reading before and after, so you can really understand what's going on in the Scripture. It's easy to take part of the Scripture out and then not understand all that's going on, and then we take our own interpretation, and it may be um, lead us or lead us in the wrong direction. So I always read before and after because you want to translate correctly. Um, and then your cross-reference, which I mentioned earlier, um, cross-reference is um, you can look at passages that, and sometimes we have a cross-reference in our Bibles, and it just depends on what type of Bible you have. Sometimes it's, at, it's the footnotes at the bottom, and sometimes it's in between the lines, depending. Um, but you can look at those cross-references and, you know, look at different scriptures and because the Bible, you don't realize, and I'm learning this. This is something new for me. I'm still growing, like, in how to study. But I'm learning, like, there's so many um, things that are in the New Testament. You have to understand that those in the New Testament, they lived off the word of the Old Testament. Right. So you're going to see a lot of things in the New Testament that are in the Old Testament. So when they're when Jesus is quoting certain scriptures, those scriptures and the word that he's speaking is just old Old Testament, right? So a lot of like Old Testament Isaiah and, and some other yeah, prophets exactly. from the Old Testament, yeah. All of that, yeah. So you just go back, go back to those stories when you, if you're reading, you know, something that Paul or Jesus or Peter, um, any of those um apostles spoke about, go back to the Old Testament and get more context on what they meant, and then, and then, um. In, in the New Testament, Jesus says that he comes to fulfill um, the law. So there's things in the Old Testament that we did, but when Jesus came, he gave more revelation too. So now it's like, oh, okay, this is a backdrop of that. But when I read in the New Testament, now I have more revelation of what that meant and what it, what it means today now that Jesus has come. You know, so yes. it's so so much more to gather from and so after you get that then you're going to draw a conclusion of what you learned and what you gathered and then then after that then you can go and you can you can consult um different commentaries and um books and things that um are related to the topics that you do to discuss because it, it is important to get other people's perspective and how they were delivered and how we were um their testimonies and things like those are all very important. So we add that to the revelation that we've already received from God. Yes. And then we apply. Yes, definitely. That's very important. (laughs) Very important. That's important. (laughs) That's where the change happens. The transformation happens. Yes. Revelation brings transformation. You got to apply it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was when you you talked about Jesus fulfilling a lot. I was I was gonna say that definitely helps you see the connection between the Bible when you do your your cross reference, and even just as a Christian, like understanding the what the gospel is and um, what they did in the Old Testament versus us having grace and mercy now and and mm-hmm. um, after Jesus's resurrection, the things that we are the things that are made available to us now i don't think we'll really appreciate that until we understand um the things in the old testament understanding the the fall of man and all the sacrifices and things the uh israelites went through and it's just when you put all that together and see the big picture like it expands your view of the gospel like so much more and Mm-hmm. definitely something mm-hmm. worth um reading if you if you haven't um gone through that so 
Yeah, thank you so much for sharing those those tips with us. Um, and for me, I know you you mentioned uh, Bible dictionaries. Um, mm-hmm. What I use, I've I've used U uh, version a lot. There's also some other U version is a uh, phone application. You can also use it on. Uh, your computer, your tablet. Um, you can make bookmarks of scriptures. Uh, you can do highlights, which I'm still trying to understand the difference between the bookmarks and the highlights. But if you need to <laughs> record something, it's a good place to do it. Um, there's also Logos. It's a Bible study software. Um, one I've just um, uh, discovered while doing some research for this episode was uh, studylight.org. And what was cool about that one is that if you're looking up a scripture, um, I also use Bible Hub. It it also mm-hmm. has, um, if you look up a scripture, it'll translate it for you in um, Greek or Hebrew. But um, I originally was mostly using Bible Hub to look at the um, definitions. But on studylight.org, they they will pronounce the the Hebrew word for you, because I always struggle with mm-hmm. that if I want to tell somebody yeah. this word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll probably be looking at that one more. But uh, interlinear um, Bible, like on Bible Hub and on studylight.org, is all that does is show you those lines. Like you mentioned, the Lord is my shepherd. It'll take that and, and break it down in the the Hebrew. So you see like shepherd in the Hebrew language, that word. You can click on that word and it'll show you where else that word is used in the Bible. You can see the sentences it was used in. So you can say, okay, I, it'll expand your, your view of that word. So it kind of gives you yeah. some added um, definition to what that word meant in the Hebrew. You can see how they used it in other right. languages as well. So that those can be right. helpful to just do some additional study. Right. I'm trying to um, think of there's some other quick tips. Um, definitely having a Bible version that you can understand. Um, you might not want to use the King James version, and it might be kind of hard with the these and thousand all that um, that language, old language, old English language. I personally like to use the um, NASB version. I'm starting to get into the ESV. I've seen a lot of people talk about it on on Twitter, so I've been trying to look at that one as well. Do you use a particular version, Walty? I love New King James Version. Okay. <laughs> and that's my go-to, honestly. Um, you know, sometimes I use the Message Bible, and I mostly use those as, like, um, you know, references and things like that. But my my go-to is always New King James Version. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, as long as you can, you know, understand it and yeah. you can use it, something you're going to use um, consistently, like we talked about earlier, um, you don't want to, you know, spend your money on a Bible and then you never open it. So Open it. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. good for your, your spiritual walk <laughs> either. So we, we definitely want you to um, have something you can use and um, wear out. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Do you use any... Um, apps um i do use apps i use the um 
it's called I believe it's called the Olive Branch. Okay, okay. Um, and that's that a Bible app. I like using it. Um, I know there's all kinds of Bible apps, but I use this one because it's really great for like searching scripture. So even if you have like one or two words and you don't know the entire scripture, you can literally click the um, microscope icon type in a few words and it'll bring up every scripture that has those few words and you'll find exactly what you're looking for. So I use that a lot because I don't always remember where scripture is found, you know, I don't always remember the words verbatim and I might be, be quoting it like incorrectly or I'm not getting the full context of the scripture and I want to know exactly what it says. So I love that because I can just click in a few words, it'll bring it up. And, you know, you kind of just use your own, you know, understanding of how you study. You know, I know that this scripture is found in the New Testament, not the Old Testament. So even if it brings up the old, some Old Testament scriptures, I know that, okay, I'm, I'm looking in New Testament so I can scroll down to the New Testament scriptures and find my, the scripture I'm looking for very quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, also do use um, the, you know, the regular Holy Bible app that most people probably use. Um, I use that one because it's good for audio. And when I want to listen, just listen to scripture, it's a good um, way to like, say you're not resting at night and you just need the word of God to just kind of saturate your brain. I'll turn it on just because it has that audio portion. And I just want to hear the word of God because it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So just constantly rolling that over. Um, Another great way that you actually, um, Bree, introduced me to is um, that um, what are their their, street lights? lights. Yep, street lights. I love street lights. They have different books out, and they are um, narrated by different people, and they also have music in the background. And I love Christian hip hop, so it, it has a different feel, and that keeps you kind of like interested. And you hear the word of God; it's very motivating. So I, I love that. Um, and then another one is called the Thirty Day Bible, and okay. I use it mostly okay. for basically just like skills, you know, just like rolling the word over in my mind, and because it has a lot of quizzes and devotionals and stuff on it. So um, in that app, I focus more on the the quizzes. Um, It'll give you a scripture, and in the scripture, you answer the question based off what, you know, what term is missing from the scripture, or where is this scripture found, and it'll give you a list of books. And it just keeps me refreshed on where to find um, scriptures in the Bible quickly. And then I become more familiar on kind of the – what do I want to say? I become familiar with the character of certain Bible, like like Romans. I know is a big um, um, book on salvation. Um, Hebrews is a big book on faith. Um, you know, you learn those Corinthians. You learn the different characters of different books. And so, even when you're like witnessing the people, or you just like you need a quick scripture off hand, you know you can at least go to that book and find something that's based off faith, because you know that is a big faith book. That Hebrews is going to encourage my faith, or um, um, Romans is going to encourage my salvation. You know, the Gospels are all the works of Jesus. Like, you'll start to become familiar with each book, and you'll know where to go, 
You know what I mean? Like Philippians is going to be um, heavy on love and, and brotherly kindness, like different things like that you learn yeah. or um, you learn that over time as you read, you know? So, um, yeah. So I like to use that to just kind of refresh me on like where scriptures are found, you know, and what they found. Cause every, every scripture has a personality and a characteristic that belongs to something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, even oh, the, even the books something? too. Yeah. Yeah. The books, the people like, you know, like that's a Paul verse. That sounds nothing but Paul, you know, <laughs> Paul is all over that. <laughs> you know, that's, that's Peter. Peter said that, you know, you learn it because you learn the characteristics and you learn the character of the different um, people in Bible and how the Bible is written and stuff. And it just becomes a part of you. It becomes, um, in you, ingrained in who you are, you know. Yeah, thanks like for mentioning Streetlights. They actually yeah, just finished. Um, they put out the whole New Testament, I think. Hopefully, yeah. they'll do the. They'll finish the rest of the Old Testament as well. But they're a great resource to use to listen yeah. to the Bible if you're yeah. at work or something, and you want to listen to, you know, God's word. But it has some nice beats in the background as well, or if you're at the gym or yeah. somewhere. Um, definitely audio audio Bibles are a great resource as well right also and as you start studying about more there might be different aspects of theology um, you might get into and you are even as you study Bibles like you mentioned you can focus on a particular chapter uh, there might be a certain area you want to learn more about there are so many different um, study Bibles out there that hone in on certain topics um, for example I have an apologetics study Bible um, I had got oh I still am interested in apologetics so um, that's been helping me learn more about um, defending the faith that's um, something that I'm trying to learn more about um, and it helps me connect like it's certain scriptures or certain books in the Bible I get to see how that is being applied in the, in the scriptures. So if there's a particular uh, subset of theology or a particular book of the Bible that you want to learn more about, there's definitely more resources out there if you um, are interested in doing deeper studies. So that's something else you might want to to check out. I think you have a few study Bibles, Wealthy. I do, but I don't know them off top hand right now. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's and, fine. and some of them are like my one of them I have is like the, the focuses on the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, and it's specifically for the Holy Spirit. But I, I that's something that I would like have to go through. I use so many different Bibles. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I know you have a, a good resource uh, library. Uh, if you want, if you want to send it to me, I could put it in the show notes. And okay. we can do that. Yeah. Are there any other are there tips you can think of you want to give to someone? Um, I, I would, um, just a little bit of encouragement. I would like to encourage people that you don't have to know everything and have every resource to still study the Bible. Um, you don't have to know Greek and Hebrew to study the Bible. Um, just like I was discussing er- earlier about the Lord is my shepherd, just taking from what you can um, observe from a shepherd who shepherds maybe, you know, sheep 
just taking the characteristics of a shepherd, you can apply that. And that's just based off human knowledge that we've gained, you know, as we've learned over time, as we've grown um, and matured as adults or even as children, you know, we've learned certain things. So um, apply all that you know, and, and God will give you the rest. He will give you understanding, and he will lead and guide you on um the meaning of his word. He'll never leave you in the dark. And, and going back in, um, to um, Ephesians um, 1, 17 through 18, the prayer that Paul prays over the Ephesians about having revelation and understanding, pray that over yourself often because um, when you encourage yourself in that and you pray that prayer over yourself, um, God will answer. He will give you revelation. He will give you understanding. He will give you um, guidance and I always like to encourage people um, to, when we view God, view God as a person who wants to give us the gift, give us gifts. He wants to give us these gifts, not so much from the perspective that we have to ask and God is withholding from us and we have to beg him for it. He has understanding available to us. He has answers available to us, and he wants us to have them. He's not withholding anything from us. He wants to give this to us freely. So when you ask of him, trust that he's going to supply every need. He's going to supply every um, desire that you have in understanding his word. And he is not trying to keep you out of the dark. He will reveal it to you. And and um, just be patient with yourself when reading. Don't rush the process because, again, God is infinite. He is going to make sure that nothing is lacking, and he's going to make sure that all things come together. They're all going to come together, and you will be exactly, God knows exactly where you are. So um, trust that, and I think as you trust that and you believe that, then, then the understanding and the revelation will come, and you will also be empowered to apply what you're gaining out of the Word of God. Because ultimately, that's why we want to study how to study the Bible, is because we ultimately want transformation. We ultimately want all that God has for us out of His Word so that we can be transformed, so that we can look more like Him. So, um, that's all I have to say. You know, just be encouraged. You know, take baby steps. It's okay. Um, and you'll get to a place where, you know, it'll be so fluent. You'll know God's character. You know, you'll be so familiar with the Holy Spirit. You'll be so familiar with the scripture and just be consistent with it. Amen. Amen. That's so true. We definitely, um, we don't conform to the world. We're transformed, you know, by the renewing of our minds and, um, mm-hmm. we, we gain we gain that by you know reading the word and hearing the word of God so definitely reading your Bible will um, put you on that right track to to grow I mean we can't and we, we I think we talked about this like literally yesterday like what your what you input is going to be your output so if you're the things that are going into you are mostly the majority are like worldly things worldly culture then that's going to be your output but if you're um taking in you know the word of god um you're spending your your quiet time with god and throughout your day you're constantly in communication with god you're not letting the world um distract you or have a greater impact on you than than god then you're going to produce fruit you're going to produce righteousness you're going to be aligned with 
you know, God's will for your life. And that's, that should be everyone's um, ultimate goal. So it all starts with starting where you are, reading the Bible, like you said, just asking, you know, God, the Holy Spirit to help you. Even if you haven't uh, read the Bible in a while, just starting where you are, um, just confessing um, to God, just help me understand these scriptures. Um, help me to be uh, and do the things you have called me to do. Um, that's just where it starts. And we, even if you start and you stop, you can always start again. There's no, you know, God's mm-hmm. going to be like, no, you can't come back to me. You you can't, uh, yeah. uh, you can't hear my voice ever again. Cause you, you didn't talk to me for a week or something. You're just, uh, you're, you just gone. You're banished from my presence. I mean, thank God he isn't like that. We can always, always come back to him. Just think of the, the prodigal son, like, he got even, you know, by being represented through the father, through a celebration for the person that returned back to him. So we have to think, you know, there's no um, animosity he holds against us for um, even if we stray. So definitely come back to him um, and he he will welcome you with open arms. So if someone had a question and they want to follow up with you, how would you want them to contact you? Um, if you do have any follow-up questions, you can contact me, um, via email at Welty Spears, um, that's W-E-L-T-Y-S-P-E-A-R-S at yahoo.com or, I'm sorry, excuse me, Welty Spears at Gmail, because I use that Gmail more than I use Yahoo, but you can contact me at Welty Spears, W-E-L-T-Y-S-P-E-A-R-S at gmail.com. Um, you can also contact me on any of my social media handles, um, Spears WL for IG and Wealthy Spears on Facebook. Um, yeah, and I'm open to questions, you know, comments, um, encouragement, prayer, always available for anyone who has need. Please contact me. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us on the Go and Grow show, Well T. We definitely appreciate all the things you shared. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored. Yeah, it was great having you on the show. We thank you for your time, and we hope you have a blessed week. Thank you. You as well. God bless you guys. Thanks. God bless you too. Thanks for listening to the Go and Grow show. Please share the episode with others. Check out our show notes at www.goandgrowshow.com, which also has more edifying resources as well. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Go and Grow Show. Please let us know what you thought. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes. Until next time, don't conform, be transformed.